means the purifying fire people. So this is the third and the last of the fire signs, which is called purifying fire. We finished the first Aries, which is individual fire. This is purifying fire after Leo, which was creative fire. What do you mean by purifying fire? This is the essence of Sagittarians. They are here to purify stuff because it's ruled by Jupiter. Let's first go through the esoteric aspects. They have a quest for meaning and the aspiration to strive towards one's vision. But the keynote for soul gives a little bit more. I see the goal, I reach the goal and then I see another very fickle. They keep moving from one topic to another topic. That's why it means it's a sattvic sign, but it's a dual sign. So they keep moving around from one thing to another, male, outward. The soul ray will be three of them, fourth, fifth and sixth. Fourth is the will to relate and harmonize. So they have a harmonizing energy about them. They have temperance, steadiness of aim to accomplish one task. Fifth, the will to know. It's very strong, the will to know. Right discernment of the path. What is your path in life? The discernment is strong because of Jupiter's presence. <clears throat> the sixth is will to idealize the vision and aspiration. So they have lots of visions and aspirations. So mantra becoming the fourth, two merge with one, collapsing duality, one of their main themes, two merge into one. Three minds unite. Again, combining the three is a very powerful sign. Three minds unite and the sixth, the greatest light controls. They have a lot of innate ability of the Jupiter, the highest vibe of Jupiter. Well, not the highest Pisces is, but yeah, Jupiter is very prominent in their sign. Colors is fourth, yellow, fifth, orange and the light blue and silvery rose. These colors are good for these people. It's a sattvic sign, which means it has got the purity of intellect. And it moves, because it's a male sign, it moves in the external world. Something to create high ideals in the world. Can become good gurus. But it's dual, so this aspect is a challenge for them, because they keep shifting and changing, like Gemini, like Virgo, they're shifting all the time. Sign Lord is Jupiter, there's no exaltation, debilitation, type is Dharma. What is Sagittarius Ascendant now? What does it do when the ninth house, ninth sign lands in the first house? Sorry, not the ninth house. The ninth house lands in the first, in your head. <clears throat> the sign is ruled by Jupiter. There is no exaltation, debilitation. So it's a pure sign in that context. How does this affect? Well, tenth goes, Capricornian houses go to the first, and uh, to the second and the third. Discipline and work required in these areas. The mother becomes the guru. The bringing up of children becomes aggressive because there's mass in there, Aries. Leadership there, they want leadership there. Enemies become more of Venusian qualities, softer. The spouse is very communicative with Gemini being present, again, which has no debilitant or exaltation there. Then comes the eighth house which is of cancers. So there's lots of shifts and changes in their uh, married life, relationship with spouses, in-laws and things like that. Um, 
which is this ninth house. Ninth house is of Leo. Dominant um, energy is playing out there from the sun. Let's see how this goes step by step. Sagittarius. So self and personality. This person will be very traditional, philosophical. Their natural preachers love to preach to everybody. They love to travel because ninth house is coming here. Acquire higher knowledge. Always interested in knowledge about everything. Spirituality. Always seeking higher knowledge. Education and learning comes through traveling far and wide. These people love to travel all over the world and get wider views. But they are indecisive about life. Why? Because of the dual sign. Future, not knowing what exactly to do. Wavering from one thing to another. Remember the esoteric. I see a goal, I take it and I move on to the next. Changing one thing to another constantly. Going with what is shiny and bright and sparkly at any time. So therefore, these people need a mentor to solidify the path in their life. They can be scatterbrained about reality. They are too much in idealistic, sattvic quality. Nice people. <clears throat> Saturn being a Capricorn in the second house brings a little traditional disciplined family. Dad, dad could be an administrator, engineer, frugal by habit, disciplined about money and wealth. They will build assets slowly through life. Wealth will come in slowly through life. They have to be disciplined through the years. Abundance will come working hard. They will keep the abundance though. Elder siblings could be very strict and disciplined because second house also stands for elder siblings. Aquarius in the third house with Saturn again. Discipline, yes. Less communication with younger siblings and friends, yes. Limited social circles, but maybe mavericks. Unorthodox, intelligent mavericks as friends early in life. They should be more disciplined in methodical and skill development to help solidify a career later in education. Fourth house is ruled by Jupiter, which is in Pisces here. These people are liberal, spiritual, preacher, teacher at home. Love preaching and teaching at home. Mother may be very spiritual, dreamy, soft and tender. All the quality Pisceans have. Withdrawn and introverted mums. Wanting to make home serene, peaceful, lighting candles, incense, six, that kind of a thing. In the fifth house of education, they have a Mars in Aries, which is for children, love, romance, creation, etc. Creativity. So very active in creativity, very active with kids. Learning and teaching through action, sporting activities, physical activities. Determined educational values, teaching ambition to kids. Mars in Aries. Involved in sports, yoga, etc. Again, Mars in Aries. Active lifestyle, high romantic drive. This is high romantic drive. Sixth house of enemies is Venus. It's a soft and fixed approach with dealing with enemies. Enemies who are very materialistic, jealous type. Because they think the person is very nice, may, have, may get the better of them in their position. So they get materialistic enemies. Since they are very charismatic and good-natured, spiritual type people, they are taken more advantage of. Careless about their own health. Venus doesn't care much about the health. Uses diplomacy and philosophical explanations to conquer enemies because of Venus' presence there. In the seventh house of spouse, we have Gemini sign Mercury. So the spouse becomes very communicative. 
chatterbox. So communication may become the good secret of the marriage success. They may marry early in life. Jupiter loves marrying early in life, having kids. Always a lot of talking philosophical things to spouse. But spouse has a very mental, analytical type communications. May not be feeling listened to. Because the spouse is talkative, only wants to hear their own voice. Not even interested in any philosophical talk. This could be an issue. However, moon is in cancer in the occult hidden house of the 8th. Even the life of the marriage, how will the marriage be like? What will the intimacy be like? What will the in-laws be like? So very emotional attachment for spouse. The asset is more emotional. Also fluctuations in wealth through life. Intimacy with spouse through life changing. Ups and downs because of cancer being present there. Sudden changes to the health may receive assets and property from in-laws. Moon is the karaka of houses. So they may receive some property from their in-laws side. May marry into wealthy families. Sun in Leo in the ninth of religion and higher knowledge makes them believe in a single higher power that controls everything in the universe. Sun being the singular. Also sun being of the father significator. Father is a huge influence on their religious beliefs. Strongly analytical and critical at work. If in leadership position, if this person is a leader, which they very well may be because of Jupiter, long distance foreign travel is possible through work. Father may be very creative, romantic and idealistic person. In the 10th house we have Mercury in Virgo for career and work. So that makes it very calculative, grounded approach of careers that they require. Careers which require careful analysis of being systematic, calculative, careful and conscientious like accountants, businessmen, legal dealings, lawyers, judges, teachers, mathematicians. Careers that require teaching and judgment because Jupiter is strong in the ascendant. Careful consideration of what is right and wrong morally and ethically. So they make good judges, professors, teachers. They love teaching. Venus in Libra in social networks suggests they have very liberal friends, intelligent visionaries. They do not prefer close-minded or dogmatic friend circle as they are widely accepting of all cultures and races of the world. So they are popular in social media and circles. In the 12th house of spirituality and foreign lands we have Mars and Scorpius. So they are very introvert in spiritual matters, very highly intuitive. Scorpio is very highly intuitive, ability to tap into other dimensions of existence. Again, these people can make excellent psychics, access to higher dimensions. But they always keep it a secret because it's in Scorpio. Always natural psychics but desire to keep it to themselves. They can cultivate this as a profession these days. Imagination and dreams are deep, psychic in nature and innate healing ability also is present if cultivated. So guys, that's my analysis of the general themes of the Sag. As usual, if you have to know the specific areas of planets where they are deposited in your chart, to know more specifics for that, get in touch with me on Facebook, Progressive Guidance, and we'll take it from there. Ta-da!